you bring down the main one just a little bit? I'm going to try to stay up on stage today. I like to walk around, as you all know. And uh, so I'm going to try to behave myself and stay up here if I can today. Um, good morning to all of you. What I want to praise God for is this. There's $1,000 given to B BGMC. And uh, thank you, Pastor Natalie. I, my hat goes off to her today for being a trooper for the kids. Um, I don't know, two dozen eggs cracked over your head. I don't know. And, um, and I don't know who, who that was that cracked her a good one. Who was the one little boy <laughs> was it that came up? And it, the, I can hear the egg hit her head. And I said, I'm glad the egg cracked first. You know what I'm saying? Um, but my hat goes off to them. And, and she works very hard. And Evan over there in the children's department. And all those who are helping her. Thank you. We want to honor those who lead us. We want to honor those who are given the mission of teaching us the word of God and for our children. Um, God calls our children precious, precious in the sight of God, and they are inheritance unto the Lord. Isn't that a good thing? Our kids are inheritance unto the Lord, and we are to treat them and cuddle them and nurture them. And I just thank God for the ministry that's going on over there. I thank God for the kids that are growing, but they have to have some fun too. So thank you, Natalie, for doing what you did, and thank you for raising almost nearly $1,000 for missions over there. That is a good thing. I want to talk about something today, and I hope that we all have, who has an open heart to hear? Now, that is a choice. That is a choice of yours. I want you to clear your minds today completely, if you may. Anything that's been pressing upon you, or maybe even you don't feel well today, I want you to set it all aside. Because when the Word of God is going to be brought today, I pray this makes us into the people of God He's choosing us to be. But I don't have doubt that that will if we open our hearts today. Because the Word of God, when it's written on the hearts, the tablets of our hearts, we know that we not sin against the Father. But not only that, the glory of Christ sits upon us. We are the shining light of God. Isn't that good news? Oh, I can't believe that He chose us. I want to go to a, a scripture that I touched on last week. But I want to make sure that we got a hold of something here today before we go on. Okay, so let's do that. Let's go to 1 Thessalonians 5. We're going to go verse 12 and 13. And we're going to stay there until the Lord moves us on. It says, appreciate those who diligently labor among you. Thank you, Pastor Natalie and Pastor Evan. And all the other pastors, Teresa, Pastor Missy, my wife is pastoring here. I, I just, I'm so thankful for those who are leading. Those who are having small groups to, in, in this season... Jim and Sue, a small group that they're leading, and the Bible study that we do together, we teach each other. I'm just thankful for God's word being preached in this house. I'm thankful it doesn't only come from up here on Sunday mornings. It comes from you when you go to a friend or you go to a neighbor and you teach them the word of God. You, you have a, a special responsibility as a believer to do this, but I know there's some that are hesitant in this house today. I'm sure there's some in this place that feel you have not enough knowledge to share or, in fact, you may not even understand where you are in the Lord right now. You may even feel he's distant. But I want to tell you, it's time that we stop listening to the lies and we start to do what God has set before us. And that is a choice of yours today. And I pray through this, this series that we're in that we will all grab hold of what God has for us. Because I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I, I see the work of God being done in people in this place. And I see, even when Sydney came up here today... After she went to, and how many went to that? It was called the Known Conference. I know there was, there's a group of how many was with you? 15? I'm stoked about that. 
I don't know about you, that, that just stirs up a fire within me. Because I know when you go to a conference like that, and you got praise, you got, you got the teaching of God's word, you are going to be filled. And I am stoked because we have people in the house right now that have been filled. You had so much in you that you had to share it today, Sydney. And did it feel comfortable coming up here? Did you want to come up here? Did you want to tell people what happened? Absolutely. And you have to know this. By the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony, Satan is under your feet. And that's what we got to realize. And I say, what is testimony? Testimony is when your experience, life experience, aligns with God's word. That is your choice. God wants to do a testimony in you right now. He wants to do a testimony in tomorrow and the next day. You have to decide whether or not you serve God. And when you do, your life experience and what you do, you put your hands to, aligned to what his promise and his word is, you have testimony. And then you share it. And that makes the devil mad. You know, I don't care if he gets mad. Appreciate those who diligently labor among you and have charge over you in the Lord and give you instruction. Thank you for instruction. Anyone here don't want it? We are thankful for instruction of the Lord. And it's done through his people. It's done through his word. It's done in the Holy Spirit, bringing conviction upon us. And it's done through his people that are obedient to go and teach. Thank you, all of you that are doing that. But here's what I want to go into today. It says, instruction, and it says, them in highly in love. Well, I'm, something's not right there. It's not, it's not flowing. But we have to esteem them. There, I can't even see it on this screen here. It's like blank. There it is. Esteem. Esteem them very highly in love. Now, I want to go right there. What does it mean to esteem? Uh, that's an old word. You may not even understand that in English language. What does it mean to esteem? Anybody got a guest here today? Raise your hand. Give me, give me what you think esteeming is. Is it a good thing? Is it a very good thing? So what does it mean to highly esteem? To highly esteem. Now, now we got to go a little deeper. Now I want to, first of all, to understand highly esteem, you have to understand where you are. Now, in what? You need to highly esteem in now, this kind of love you cannot fabricate. This is not the kind of love you have for your child, though it can come through you to your child. This is the love of God. It's agape. If you want to look it up in your Bible, there's all kinds of love. There's a love about how a spouse has to each other spouse. And there, there's a, a sexuality love. There's a friendship love. And, and there's a passionate love there. But this is what we call an agape love. This can only come from God because God is God is, now if you look at the word love, it's agape. And so he says this, in God's love. And so how can you be a channel, if you're going to highly esteem somebody, the only way you're going to do this kind of highly esteeming is if you're in God's love, and the love will come through your esteeming. Now we can raise each other up here today. I'm sure there's someone here that if I come to you and I encourage you, I come put my arm around you and I, and I just give you words of advice or words to encourage you. I can encourage you today. Can you encourage one another? Yes. And we are to encourage. But when we highly esteem someone, now we're going to a different level. And if you look at the word esteem, it actually comes from a Greek word that means to lead. Like a kingship or like a governor leading an a village or, 
It's a place of honor to lead. So we are to do what? We're using a word called highly esteem, and it's supposed to lead. It's supposed to drive us. It's supposed to not keep us the same, and we're not supposed to look at it that way. We're not to say, well, I love them, and then dis- I, love, I like this one. I love you in spirit. What, is, what does that mean? You see, we, we are to, to do life together. We are to go to someone, and we're to highly esteem them, not from a distance. We are to do it together so that we lead one another, that we find our positions of leadership. You can lead, what do I need to do to become a leader at Rush Church? Well, let me tell you something. It's not written down in any any particular book that that step one, step two, step three. What, What you need to understand something, you can become a leader in your life right now, no matter where you are, if you would do what? First of all, you will be in Christ Jesus, in his love, and then you choose to go to someone and you highly esteem them in their work for the Lord. Now, I don't know about you, but there's all kinds of opportunity to do that. When you went to the conference, at the known conference, when the person went up on stage to teach you the God's word, did he bring good instruction to you? You have a choice when he or she brings that instruction whether you esteem them or highly esteem them at that moment. How many times did you discredit or you find yourself in a way to... I'm not sure if I like that. And we find ourselves walking out of instruction. To be instructed means that we are to accept or receive the advice of the Lord, right? Does anybody know of any scripture that you just... My wife shared, you just shared today that God spoke to you and you said, hmm, I don't know if I like that. Because you said something, I need to change. Now, does anybody like that kind of instruction? Now, when you read God's word, did you just jump over those things? Or, or do you find yourself stuck in a place where you say, I've got to change? Who needs to change here today? If you don't have your, ra- your hand raised up, then you're in a place of pride. Let's just be honest with one another for a moment. We all need to be instructed of God. And here's the problem that we have. It's hard enough for us to read something in God's word, receive it, and change. It's even harder to receive it from another person to us to receive it and change. We can read God's word. Holy Spirit can convict us of what we need to do. We receive that and go on a journey to change. How many people like for people to remind us of that change? How many times did the Lord need to tell us what we need to do? I want to go into this today, and I pray that the Lord will lead us as a group. I believe we are more powerful together than we are alone. I believe God's word is going to show us and how we've become more powerful in the things of God together as a family than we'll ever be by ourselves. One of the things we have to learn is this. We've got to come to a place that we will become highly esteeming one another. We must find our place that we will encourage one another and lift each other up. Will we do that? Now, this is something you're going to want to have to do. It may require you to go out of your way. It may require you to go to somebody. But you need to establish friendships today with people in this family. And you need to start. That's why I'm I'm doing something here. Is this a signal? Okay. I just want to make sure. She was doing this. I'm like, okay, is that, 
Do I have slobber on my mouth? Is something running down? Do I have an eggshell on my head? Is I'm okay here? Am I all right, honey? Okay. I just want to make sure I'm doing okay. But we need each other. And what I love to see is this, that you start building friendships with one another in this house that will be closer than you've ever been before. Can we start that journey? And that if someone in this place needs instruction, or we have, this is going to be tough, do we have permission to come to you? I will be the first to say this. If I need instruction, my wife will be contest to this, then you need to come to me and you need to correct me. Okay? I'll be the first one to say that. And in your correction, make sure that the word of God is your main point. And I promise you, if I need to come to you in something I need to talk to you or someone in this house, I'll make sure that it's not based on my experience. I'll be based on God's word. And we can debate that. We can sit down and talk about it. Who here wants to grow in Jesus? Who here wants to be all that you need to be in him? Well, let me tell you something. It all starts here and now. And I believe that in 2018, we will become a house, a family, just like God spoke today, that they will know us by our love for one another. Why? Because we're not afraid. We don't love from a distance. We go to them and, and say, Mike, what, what can I be praying for you about? What does that mean? If I go to Mike today and say, Mike, what can I pray for you about? He has a choice right there. Either he can shut down and not let me in and say, well, everything's okay. Or he can say, you know what, Jim, I know that you care about me. I'm going to tell you what's on my mind today. You see, that takes a choice. And I guarantee it, if we didn't have this kind of relationship, it'd be very difficult for me to go to him and say, what can I be praying for you about? You see, we can keep everything in generalities in here and never grow. Or we can choose today, you say, I'm going to open my life up to you. And I pray that when we get to know each other, if it really is based in love, agape love, we are the best for one another. And we start to do that, we start to pray. And honestly, if you are, if you are afflicted today, you should not say, well, I don't want to trouble him or I don't want to trouble her. You know, I'll just deal with this myself. That is a lie from Satan. What you need to be able to do is go to each other and say, you know what, I'm having this trouble. Can you pray with me? Absolutely. You know, let's get started and do church right. You know, we're not going to play church anymore. We're going to do church. The church is not only going out and doing the things of God. It's starting right here right now in this house. And we start to get comfortable with one another and praying for each other. We're going to start to see miracles of God being done, healing being done, not according to anything we do right. It's because he is who he is. And that's what he wants to do in our lives. Anybody, anybody, does, do, are we in agreement on this? This is what it's all about. And what I want to do is go into this. Now, this may, may make a lot of sense to you right this moment, but I, yeah, I think it soon will. Nothing and yet something. United and yet separated. Okay, so we're going to go into to 1 Corinthians. And I pray in this journey, the first step that we're going to do as family, I pray in this that we find what God wants to say to us. Nothing and yet something. United and yet separated. You guys ready today? We have a little time. We're going to start in this. We're going to have this for next week also. Let's do this. 1 Corinthians 3. It says in verse 6, I planted, this being Paul. Anybody know Paul? Used to be Saul, not a nice guy. He was not a nice guy at Saul, but when he came Paul, he became a very strong leader in Christ Jesus. 
Amazing story. Now, he's got a dis discrepancy here that he's correcting the Corinthian church in. He says, I planted and Apollos watered. Apollos was another fine man of God who preached eloquently. Very good preacher, and yet he had a different function. He was watering, and Paul was planting. Anybody ever plant seed in here? Let me see your hands of those that plant seeds before. That means you've spoken the word of God in the people that were around you. You're planting good, solid seed. Has anybody ever watered before? That means someone has planted some seed, and you have to go up and you have to encourage them. Boy, this has been a difficult day. Well, let me come pray for you. Let me give you some encouraging words. Let me give you what God's word says about you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. He formed you in the womb of his mother. He knew you, and he sent you to be a prophet to the nations. You see, we can encourage one another. What is that? That's watering that seed. So we need to be watering, and then we need to what? Planting. Each one is an important function, is it not? Has any one of those been taken away? We know what happens. So we know that both of them are important. Says, but God causes the growth. Isn't that good? When I plant a seed in the ground, I expect that plant or that seed to bear a plant, Right? Has anybody ever planted a flower before? And you'd love to go out and you spend three hours digging the ground and get it all ready and put water on it, and you don't want anything to come up. Isn't that frustrating? You might even find yourself going in the backyard thinking, he better come up here soon. I'm expecting a plant. Right? Did anybody ever plant those dahlias I gave you? Remember those that we had Mark make? And some of you sent me those pictures. I'm like, ooh, those are nice. Wasn't it great? Wasn't it exciting to go out and see that first bloom? It must have been because you texted it to me. And I saw it and I said, man, that's good stuff. Did any one of you want to plant that into the ground and not have anything come up? None. So what's cool about it is this. When we plant seed, we expect a harvest. That is not wrong for us to expect a harvest. That means with the same thing. When I plant a seed with God's word in somebody, I expect the work of the spirit being done. Now, here's the problem. Is that wrong for me to be? That seems a little, yeah. That's the way it should be, right? God's word. It's a promise. Now, what is the problem then? The problem is this. What, what am I planting into? What soil am I planting my seed? And so we have to be very careful that I'm not planting seed upon soil that is not ready. We can't water unless there's a seed. And a lot of us find ourselves just bringing water, and the person's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know God. I don't know. And so we have to make sure we're in the right order. But it says this, but God does the growth. And I expect that if we plant seed and we water, God will do the increase. He will do the growth. Do you believe that? That means when we're faithful in this house to preach God's word, that we're here to faithful to encourage one another. That's why we need to encourage one another. That's why we need to get our relationship with one another more in the love of God than in ourselves. And so we find ourselves treating others the way we want to be treated. We know that we love others more than we love ourselves. We do those things and we find that God's able to do his watering through us and that what nurturing and the plant will grow. I want strong trees in this house. I want strong trees bearing good fruit. How about you? Wouldn't it be good to come in the house? It's like, oh, I just love the sound of it. That is the way it's supposed to be, and it's happening right here in this place, and I'm thankful. So then neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is what? Without God, they're nothing. That means they understand Paul as a planter of the seed 
and Apollos is the water of the seed, we are nothing without God's growth and increase. You know, if it wasn't for the power of his word being planted, it's silly. Without God behind God's word in it. See, that's why it's power of God. I don't understand people say, well, it's a book written by man. Are you kidding me? Does that get you mad? Book written by man. Give me a break. How do you sow that? But it's not. It is inspired by God. And if you read God's word, it's powerful, like a two-edged sword, to pierce the body, to separate bone and marrow, to separate flesh and spirit. It is so powerful that it goes in. It is not a book. It is God's words. And when you speak God's words behind, it will go where it's tended to go. It'll separate. It will take whatever it needs to go and into the deepest of man, into the darkest areas of your heart. Are you going to let it? Who's opened their heart today to receive God's word in a way that it will come in? I don't see enough hands. God's word is his word. And when you open up your heart, allow his sword to go in, it will separate both flesh and bone. And from spirit, and it will do marrow and bone and separate that. We must be ready to open our hearts to him. And he will do the increase. He does that. And it says this, that once he starts a good work in you, he will continue to do that good work until the day that Jesus comes again. Isn't that good news? He's not going to give up on you. Who's happy that God does not give up on you? You know, maybe you weren't a good student in high school. Maybe you weren't a good student in college. I can tell you right now, right in this house today, you can open your hearts and you can learn and you can grow into the man and woman of God with all that behind you. Isn't that good news? That God can teach any one of us at any level. Will you open your hearts up to one another here today? Can instruction of God's word be done in the love of God? The Bible says speak truth in love. If we can speak truth and love, we are going to grow in Christ Jesus in this house, be healthy and strong, and we're going to see strong trees bearing good fruit. And it says, now he who plants and he who waters are what? One. Love this. But each will receive his own reward according to his own labor. Now, we're going to get into some building some things here, but... Anybody here like to labor? What does that mean to labor? It doesn't sound like fun because you may, women may think child labor. Okay, maybe we should bring that one up. Um, but labor is men. Sometimes work isn't considered labor. Does anybody in this, let me see, any men in this house that absolutely love their job? You do. I bet there's areas of your job that you do not like. Oh, yes. So laboring at five below would not be a good thing. Labor does not sound like an inviting word, does it? When someone says, let's go labor today. Yes. That encourages me. You don't even have to pay me. I just love the way that word sounds. Labor. So what, is, what does it mean to labor? I plant a pot of water. It says, for God's, it says, now he who plants, who waters is one, and each one receive his own reward according to his own labor. Who likes rewards? 
who likes to labor? Rewards? Labor. Rewards? It doesn't make sense to me. So there's a good labor, isn't there? Labor that you're not going to grow weary and you'll not faint. Some people hold on to that scripture that God will restore. When they run, they will not grow weary. And when they walk, they will not grow faint. And his wings of God will come and nurture. Doesn't that sound good? What kind? Does he nurture those who are lazy? Will he nurture those who decide not to go out in God's will and do anything, but just kind of stand back and bury their talent? Just kind of, ah, I don't have. I think we have to be very careful. I believe he's looking for those who are laboring. Who wants to labor today for Jesus? You see, there's a way to labor in him, and there is a great reward on the end of that. Now, we're going to start getting into building. Who likes to build in here? Who? we got a building inspector. That means you go to see if someone's building isn't where it needs to be, which I think is rather interesting, having one in the house. Because if we build something, next week we had to build something right here. Who loves it in Christmas time when it says, some assembly required? Don't you like to read that? You buy the best thing for your boy or girl, doesn't matter, either one. And, it, and you see it, the, the picture of it. Or maybe you look at the store and you see the, oh, that's nice. I think you're going to love it. But when you get the box, the box is like, how does it all fit in there? Because some assembly is required. Are you taking over, honey? Okay, okay. I just want to make sure. You're sending me to my, to, my, to my chair. But I believe today that if we get in tune with God here, we are going to see great things happen. And I want to build, I want to build something next week, and I want to teach on the foundation of God. Where's my illustration? I brought a big old rock here someplace. It's outside. It's eggs. You took away my prop today. Taking it away completely? I thought you were taking it in the sink to clean. No. Well, next week we're going to do something we're going to build. Um, and we're going to learn how to build with God. And I think that's going to be very important. For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field and God's building. And we're going to go look at that a little closer next week. Let's bow our heads. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. I thank you, God, even in this house today, we celebrated, Lord, money brought in to touch thousands of lives all over this country. I thank you for young men and women in that room will learn that when they give a penny, a nickel, dime, even a dollar, Lord, as they give, they see things happen. Father, that your word is preached and the seeds are planted. And Lord, those seeds are watered. And there's places all over the world that are receiving what they need to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you for that going on right now over there. I pray for Natalie and Evan as they lead that, that venture over there. And I pray even for our youth today, in Jesus' name, that, that meet every Wednesday right here. I pray that every family would, Lord, to, to take their youth and give them the very best. Take their children and give them the very best. Take it very seriously how important God's word is, how to plant even in their own children, and how to water those things, and so that the seeds of God will bear great fruit in their lives. I thank you, Lord, that we're going to learn as a family that we can't do anything without you. We are nothing. Even if we plant and even if we water, Father, without you doing an increase, without your word being brought into it, 
Father, we are doing nothing. Everything's in vain. So, Father, I pray in Jesus' name, would you help us to be encouragers, to be waterers of you, and to be planters of you right in this house? Would you start with us here that we would go to one another? Don't, don't just leave today, but stay and encourage one another. Lift each other up. Get new friendships. Lord, that's what we're all about. One family doing one thing for the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.